재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 On this Saturday edition of Koreascape, our monthly special, Street to Studio. It's our spotlight on Seoul's street buskers and indie artists putting a Korean spin on global sounds. This month, we're getting to know two talented bands, Yoja del Piripig, an exotic Irish indie band, as well as the Jimin Lee Quartet of four skilled jazz musicians. TBS EFM Koreascape Street to Studio starts now. Welcome to Koreascape Street to Studio. I'm Kurt Asian. We're going to get it started right after this. Welcome back. We've got a very special episode this month. It is Street to Studio, our chance to meet some of the soul buskers and street artists, street musicians, and to get to know them and hear their music live right here in the studio. This time around, we're inviting an Irish street band by the name of Yochatel Piripig. We're going to learn a little bit more about that band name in just a moment. Before we do, let's just hear them play once one of their songs. It's a cover of an Irish song called Morrison's Jig. That is amazing. Beautiful sounding Irish music. It's it's St. Patrick's Day all over again here in the studio. Uh, not from a CD. That is live, and it was played by four instrumentalists here. Why don't we um, just get you to identify yourself, and if you would, just play a little bit of your instrument so that we can hear your name and a little bit of sound from your instrument apart from the harmonies with the band. Who wants to go first? Hello, my name is Jion, uh, Park Jion, and I play Irish whistle. Yeah, I will play whistle. Hello, my name is Lee Sun Hwa, and play for piano. Mm. My name is Lee Sun-mi, play for violin. Hi, my name is Lee Bum-hee. I am famous, very, very famous percussionist <laughs> for drama. <laughs> and a very humble drummer. Why don't you play a little bit? Oh, 
Okay, and last but not least in the studio today, we also have a special member of the Koreascape team, Christine Saw, who you may know from the weekly Out and About segment. She's agreed to pitch in as a voluntary, a volunteer translator. Hi, Christine. Hello, Kurt. It's great to have you here, everybody. She's not a full-time United Nations interpreter. She's going to do our best to kind of help us smooth it out because not all the members of the band speak English. And I think you all have uh, a lot of courage for coming in anyway. Pak Jion. Yes. Well, first, I, I, I need to... Um, my Korean is not perfect. That's why we have Christine. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at your band name. Yeah. Uh, Pity Pig. I understand what Yojatil are. Uh, that's, uh, I guess that's the two of you, Sonmi and Sonhua, right? Yes. You're the Yojatil. Yes. Pak uh, Jion, does that make you the Pity Pig? Yeah. Pity Pig means, yeah, Pity is and pig is, yeah, pig. I'm bad. A Deji? Yeah, I am Deji. Deji, so I play Pity and Deji. You know, that's not a very nice name. Who came up with that? Uh, gr- I think the Yoja did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> My only player. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. that makes you kind of the star of the band in a way, right? Yes. Uh, the flute. The Ir- It's not a flute. It's an Irish yeah. whistle. It's it ex- for those of you who can't obviously see it. It extends straight out from uh, the the lips. It's like a little recorder in a way. Yeah, it's like a recorder. It's yeah. got this uh, very high pitch. We we just mm-hmm. heard it now. It really does conjure up that Irish kind of feeling. Yeah. How did you meet? I mean, did, did have you been to Ireland, any of you? Oh, uh, no. We <laughs> didn't go to Ireland. No. Uh, uh, the band name is Bad. Mm-hmm. They play the traditional Irish music. I hear them play, and that was so good. So I bought the Irish whistle, and I just asked to her, uh, two girls, somebody asked and the two Sana, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. to uh, play together. And that time, I just beat and played together uh, four years ago. Yeah, I say that. Only four years ago, the band formed? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and I imagine uh, Sonhwa and uh, Sonmi, you were classically trained. Were you trained in classical music? Classical. Yes, yes. Yeah. Classical. Uh, so, I mean, to change to Irish music, was it a big jump? Uh... 한국어로 되나요? 음. 네, 한국어로. 음. 네, 제가 클래식을 먼저 전공을 하다가 그만두고 그다음에 재즈로 전향을 해서 학교를 다니 다니는 와중에 이 친구를 만나서 아리시 뮤직을 하게 된 거죠. 음. So what Sonwa was saying is that she first started out in classical music and did jazz, right? Uh-huh. A little bit of jazz too. A little bit of jazz too. But then she meeted up with um Jion. 음. And then So he convinced Right. To, you convinced you to do Irish music. Yes, I did that. And uh, Sonmi, what, uh, was it the same thing? Was it just his personality that got you to change into Irish music? Or? 그 저는 바이올린 클래식 전공을 아예 했는데요. 가, 그 같이 일하던 클라리넷 하는 언니랑 재즈 팀을 갑자기 하게 됐어요. 그 언니의 친구가 휘슬 부는 지연이었어요. Mm-hmm. 그래가지고 소개를 받아가지고. 어쩌다가 한번 합주를 했는데 그 합주가 지금까지 계속 이어져 와가지고 아이리시 음악을 어떻게 was saying that um, similar story with Sonwa, but she started out as a classical music class, and then she met someone who knew Jion. Uh-huh. So through her friend, she got to into the band. Yeah. Yeah, and Bomhi, you're you're the percussionist. I notice you say percussionist as opposed to drummer because what you're playing here is not really quite a drum set, right? Uh, You've got a cymbal, 
and we heard that real loud. Uh, but you've also got this, it's a box to the, to somebody who doesn't know, I don't know exactly what the instrument is called. What do you call it? Is it like an Kahun, kahun, kahun. Yes, yes. It, that's a Korean word, is it? Yeah. Okay. Wood, wood box. A wood box. wood box. Yeah. And so most of the stuff you're you're playing today is uh, it's just on a wood box and a symbol. Um, you guys have uh, uh, an original composition called uh, Samjongdong Naduri. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What does that mean? That's uh, Samjongdong is a place yeah, near Chongwade kind of area. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, over there earlier. And what's the second part? Naduri means it's a picnic. Picnic. Ah, is that what picnic really? Yeah. Let's give it a listen. Go ahead and play it when you're ready. Okay. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Very, this one, this one was more. Um, I don't know what's the what's the word. It was not quite as like bouncy and mm-hmm. like dancing as the mm-hmm. first one, but uh, it had more of like a slow feeling. I think um, the uh-huh. it felt like uh, sadness in a way, like you're somebody left you or something like that. Were you sad when you wrote it? Uh, I go to Samcheongdong that day very hurrida. Um, when the days. Pretty cloudy. Oh, okay. yeah, cloudy. That day I have the, so many thinking, and I go there. It's cold and hurrida, mm-hmm. and that day very beautiful. That mm-hmm. was so beautiful. So I feel so good, mm-hmm. and my thinking is getting more better and very happy. So. Because the moods change, don't yeah. they? The moods are sometimes very happy in that song, and then they go into these long, especially the violin parts, uh-huh. these very full of feeling kind of sad parts. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, so, uh, what is your? F- you know, you must have a, a fandom out there. You must have people that look forward to your playing live and being mm-hmm. out on the streets. Is that where you feel best in terms of performing out? In the open on the streets, like a busking. Oh, uh, when we do the busking, that is very fun. It creates a, a just such a different mood. Um, mm-hmm. I would think that uh, I mean, ordinary Korean people mm-hmm. who have not heard Irish music before, they must click right into it. I mean, it's uh, it almost has sort of uh, this traditional feel to it that I think Koreans very much could identify with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, we are music is. Uh, not only traditional Irish, we are mixed with Korean and island music. We are mixed. You're, so, trying, you're mixing it. Yeah, yeah, little mixing it. Because uh, we, Korean traditional music and Irish music is uh, very similar. But different, but very similar. That's what I'm, I I can't quite get it into words, but Mm -hmm. you can see like a similarity Mm -hmm. between sort of Korean traditional music and some of this Irish traditional music. We're going to have you play one more in just a bit, but first I want to ask you about future plans. Mm -hmm. Are you going to, uh, do you have anything upcoming? Do you have an album you want to promote? Anything like that? Next month we promotion the album. The name is uh, Busking Jig. Uh, now 
Yeah, we'll have you play that uh-huh. just as we uh, head out. But uh, you're going to release that, you said, as an album or yeah, as a, yeah. as a thing? Month. Yeah. And do you have uh, live dates coming up? Are you going to be playing in uh, places around Seoul? June 28th, it will come out, mm-hmm. the music. And 24th, we have the concert at the Seoul Soup. Seoul Soup? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a great market calendar for that, June mm-hmm. 24th. Yeah. An excellent chance to hear Yo Chat del Piripig. We're going to have you uh, play Seoul Forest, Seoul Soup. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have you play that song, Busking Jig. Now, is that a cover or an original? Original. That's your own original, and which you we, said is coming out. Yeah, and we will play together at the traditional music, name is Kulisri. We will put the, that two songs. Bomhi on drums, Sonmi on violin, Gion on Irish whistle, tin whistle, Sonhua on piano. Guys, thank you very, very much for coming in today and talking to us. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and play the song whenever you're ready. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to our monthly special here on Koreascape called Street to Studio. It's our chance to get to know some of Seoul's street artists, buskers, and musical scholars about town and hear them play live here in the studio. This time, we've invited Jimin Lee and her quartet. Jimin was born and raised in Seoul, where she got her university degree from prestigious Seoul National University. She pursued then an extensive jazz education in the United States, starting with the University of North Texas. And these days, she's returned home to Korea to continue a performance career that includes several solo albums. We're going to meet her and get to know her in just a moment. First, let's get a quick sample of her live performance of Tiny Feather, an original composition. Jimin Lee, backed by her quartet. Jimin, Jimin, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Wonderful to have you and to hear you perform live. Uh, I have to kind of remind myself and I suppose remind our listeners that it is a live performance here in the studio. It's not a CD, no matter how perfect it sounds. You on vocals and backed by your quartet, Cho Mingyi on bass, Che Yunhua on keyboard, and So Sun Jin on drums. Mm-hmm. Jimin, how, how do I describe you? Are you? You're obviously a jazz vocalist. We just heard that. You're a jazz educator. I guess a jazz scholar. Um, I guess. I have a master's <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah. you're a, a figure in the jazz community here. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is I sing jazz standards, and I sing the songs I wrote, and I write 
a lot of songs and mm-hmm. short ones and long ones. And I arrange songs and I teach um, college students how to sing jazz. Busy schedule. It's kind of busy. It got busier <laughs> this semester. Um, what I heard there in your vocal quality and also in the, kind of the playfulness of the music was sort of a an Esperanza Spalding vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was inspired by her music a, yeah. a lot. Yeah, we. She was at uh, I think it was last year's jazz festival, Soul Jazz. Festival. Did you go to that? Yes. Oh, yeah, so did I. I yeah, was in the I was audience. There. Okay. Yeah, I was there just dancing hard. <laughs> hey, that's, I, I'm going to be there again by lunch. That's this weekend. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, you're, you were raised in Korea. You went to the United States to go kind of undertake jazz. What was your first brush with jazz music as a younger uh, Korean? It's kind of just getting exposed to the music for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, while I was in the university... I was about to start studying <laughs> the, the, the literature I wanted to study for a long time. But I got into this uh, music group that plays protest songs for the political rallies. Oh, yeah? Yes. So in that music group, I met a, j- a jazz guitar player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was playing the rock guitar in the group, but secretly he was, love- he was in love with uh, jazz music. So, oh, okay. yeah, well- I played... Uh, jazz with him for maybe like a few months and then I got to know about how to like study jazz and then I think that was the start of everything. Blame it all on that uh, guitarist. And the, I bet you some of our listeners would want to know what, like, which one or two protest songs you recall from that era. I mean, that you kind of latched onto. You sang. You were the vocalist back then, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What, what was your like specialty song at the time? Well, um, the song that everyone knows now is Imul Vian Hengzingo. What does that mean? It's exactly? kind of the marchy, kind of like um, fighting song. Uh-huh. They sing at rallies. It goes like, Oh, I think I've heard that all the time. That is a very multi-purpose song, isn't yes. it? Yes. How interesting that that was sort of your gateway into uh, into jazz. Also, there was a time that the protest music scene was shifting into like more pop, more in the rock kind of side. Uh-huh. So that was a good time to just kind of latch on the various genres of music. Tell me a little bit more about what we just heard feeling-wise in, mm-hmm. in Tiny Feathers. What, what kind of... That, that's something you wrote, yes. you composed mm-hmm. and arranged, because you also do some, some piano playing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what kind of mood were you in when you composed that? What, what, what was occurring to you at the time? Well, um, moving around the world was the big thing when I was writing the, the Tiny Feather. So... When I was uh, camping out in North Texas mm-hmm. um, with my friends, it was in it was in um, very cold winter, and we were uh, making a, a pit for the fire and I just looking at the fire, and then I saw a tiny feather just floating around the fire, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, that is just floating around the world just like me, and it just doesn't know how to get home and doesn't know how to get like to the root or whatever but it's okay it just 
Almost a little feather. Forrest Gump moment there. You yeah. Know, the feather on the wind. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Kind of like uh, being thrown around by chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a moment like that with a paper bag in the road, you know, oh, watching it dance. American on the, Beauty. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> yes. yeah. I, that's the way I felt it, and, uh-huh. and in real life as well. Yeah. I forgot they did that in that movie. <laughs> so what's interesting is you went to the USA to, to study jazz. I mean, mm-hmm. th- that's still kind of the case where, you know, if you want to get very deep into the sort of technical aspects and the educational structure of jazz, yeah. you kind of do have to go to the, to the US or, or leave Korea. Or am I wrong about that? Um, back then, I think that was the case. Mm. Yeah. Now there are a lot of great musicians, jazz yeah. musicians actively playing. So students just go to them yeah. and just just get the lessons or whatever but back then it was kind of like yeah rare cases yeah yeah a lot of koreans like yourself have gone mm-hmm. and gotten the goods and repatriated themselves here and now you're passing it on to the mm-hmm. next generation when you start teaching somebody perhaps mm-hmm. younger than yourself somebody who's brand new and fresh about jazz what's your your basic explanation what's the dna of jazz that you ex- pass on to them mm, i guess it's the free improvisation mm-hmm. just you know you gotta have to you have to set yourself free just you know, go just so that you can you can go everywhere and also the you gotta have to dance <laughs> yeah you have to dance just you know while you play while you sing and while you're listening to music yeah. you have to dance and i think that's the main two things i always teach like oh, you yeah. have to dance and you have to just you know Get ready to just just be free. Well, you got to feel it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and you, uh, I think, uh, some ironically to what you're saying, being free and letting mm-hmm. yourself go and all that. So jazz musicians that I know, perhaps yourself included, they're um, some of the most disciplined musicians mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. They know their chops and their basics mm-hmm. and their scales. Mm-hmm. They know the rules inside and out. And yeah. it's that deep knowledge of the rules that lets them play and improv- exactly. improvise. Yes. And they can break and bend the rules. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I suspect you've got a pretty good example of that next. Uh, I've got your little set list here, the live songs that you're mm-hmm. going to perform today. The second one is called But Not For Me, which is a jazz standard, right? Yes, Gershwin's. Let's see what you're going to do with that. Why don't you guys play that now? Amazing. (laughs) You know, Jimin, um, this is one of the reasons I go to that jazz festival every year. When a great performer's up there or here in our studio doing a song like the first one and the second one you did, there's this sense of flotation that just kind of sets in. Don't you find that to be... As the performer, you must find that doubly so. Mm -hmm. You must, you know, find this this almost trance-like kind of mood sets in. Yeah. That's That's why I love playing just live music uh-huh. yeah just in front of people and i can 
I mean, even though I was in the studio, like sealed studio, I could feel that people outside of the studio were looking at us and listening to us. Uh-huh. It just gives me some kind of energy. It's an immediate connection. It's a transfer of energy, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suppose you were uh, chosen, nominated to uh, head up some new initiative to get more young Koreans really psyched about jazz. Mm -hmm. How would you sell it to young Koreans? I mean, they are overwhelmed with sensory inputs these days. All of their social media streams, all of the different music they can listen to. How would you get them inspired to follow jazz particularly? How would you sell jazz the way it's been, you know, part of your upbringing and your inspiration? Well, I would say that you should go to the live scene. You mm. should go to clubs and just listen to the music that is being created at the site in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. And then just get that, uh, create the vibe you can just soak into the music. And then you will see the whole different world just unfolding on the stage. What, what, when you compose, mm-hmm. you know, what moves you, generally speaking? What uh, feeling is it? Uh, do you compose out of, I mean, because one of the things with, uh, not to reduce Korean music down, but uh, one of the purposes mm-hmm. of so many traditional Korean art forms is to expunge your Han or to, uh-huh. to resolve a feeling, right? Yeah. Um, is there anything parallel that we can see in, in your approach to jazz where you're, you're trying to get out a feeling or mm-hmm. uh, is it kind of a technical approach? Well, sentiment-wise, I always get fascinated by the difference between where I am and where I want it to go. Mm-hmm. So that... Longing. Yeah, that longing makes me right. Mm-hmm. The tiny feather is also the case. Yeah. And rain works... Rainworks, which is on your set list. It's the yes. third one. Yeah. And, uh, well, we're not far from the close of the show. Why don't you set that up for us? Tell us what Rainworks is oh, about. Oh, sure. Um, Rainworks, I was in Texas while I was writing that. And I was thinking that uh, it was like long drought mm-hmm. in Texas. And I was thinking that, oh, at this time in Korea, it's just a long rainy season. Yeah. And but I it's was coming up about, here real soon. Yes. Yeah. And I just, you know, I could imagine that the raindrop sounds, the humidity, and all the, you know, heavy feeling of the air. And I was imagining that uh, the Korean uh, rainy season while I was in Texas and mm. just, you know, missing that. Which is funny because when the rainy season actually hits here, you may find yourself daydreaming of Texas. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Dry weather after the fourth straight day of rain. That's right. (laughs) So far, we've heard two songs. We're going to hear one more. But if people want to hear a whole lot of music from you and learn more about you, Mm -hmm. what should they do? Where where should they go? You can find me on Apple Music Mm -hmm. and all the Korean streaming websites. Mm -hmm. And you can come visit uh, jiminleemusic.com. And all the information's are there. com, And in our final moments, we're going to queue up Jimin Lee and her live quartet here. Once again, it's Che Yun Ha on keyboard, Jo Min Gi on bass, So Su Jin on drums. Jimin, thank you very much for talking to us today and playing for us live. Thank you for having us. And that's going to do it for today's special edition of Koreascape Street to Studio. We'll see you again on Monday with the regular edition of the show. Jimin, do you want to take us out with Rainworks? Sure. All right, let's do it.
Fire and 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 fire and